How's it, everyone? My name is Mark Haystack, and I'm the host of the Birding Life Youth Podcast. In the most recent episode of the Birding Life Podcast, Adam had a chat to a young guy who's a full-on naturalist, and they talked about birding and biobashing alongside this platform called iNaturalist. This week, we have two events relating to citizen science, uh, the first being iNaturalist City Nature Challenge and the eBird Birding Big Day. Now, before I get into the Birding Big Day, iNaturalist, for those who don't know and not on it already, is a website and an app now as well that people can use to submit their observations, meaning photos of any living thing, any plant, any form of wildlife onto the website or the app database and share it with other people around you who are also into nature. Um, anyone around the world, in fact, can view your observations and you create your own persona and profile of your observations that you take photos of. And so the way I got into it was I was busy walking in the botanical gardens one day. I was probably 13, minding my own business, looking for birds. And I met this man who actually then became my mentor, who got talking to me about nature he had seen in the area uh, recently. And I got chatting to him about the sightings I've had about birds, because I was very enthusiastic about that at that stage, just started birding at that age. And he encouraged me to check out this website called iNaturalist. And over time, I started exploring around and seeing what the app was like and using the website. And I started seeing the benefits of using this thing because you you can upload what you see and people get to comment on it. And it's such a cool interaction between fellow naturalists and nature enthusiasts around you in your local area and around the world who have the same interest in just pure love for nature and exploring what is out there. So what I found out is that iNaturalist is actually what I like to call social media for naturalists and nature lovers. Because you can post something on there, say a hardy dog in South Africa and note it down as hardy dog. Now someone else can come along and comment and say, no ways, that's not a hardy dog, that's a southern bald ibis. And they can either disagree or agree with your taxonomic comment and they can add a different tag that suggests a different species or organism to what you said it might be. And it gives a link to a Wikipedia write-up on it and stuff. So it's really cool and detailed with a lot of different options and stuff. And then the cool thing is also that if you really like the observation, you can favorite or press the like button on the observation. And so the more people interact with your observation, the more iNaturalist or the iNaturalist team notices that there's activity going on in this observation. So maybe it isn't a Hollydor ibis, maybe it is after all the southern bald ibis. And after many and many more people agree, it's, it becomes research grade in which scientists can use that for research. And the other really cool thing is that every week and every month, um, iNaturalist chooses a observation of the week and an observation of the month where they will promoted on their social media and uh, website to say that this is a really cool observation that this person found and they give the person recognition for what they have found. And then also, if you just want to go on the internet and see where certain plants or animals have been seen before, say for example, you want to see where a certain uh, special bird is that you really want to find, you can use iNaturalist to actually search for a certain species and it brings up pin locations on the map around the world, wherever people have submitted them, um, exactly where people have recorded them and it shows the pictures, the details of every, sing every single person's observation there and you can get up-to-date 
um, sightings of where people have actually seen this certain organism. So it's almost like a um, a bird finder in a way, <laughs> where you can go look for species that haven't seen in an area. So I use that a lot as a tool to look for look for birds in, in a new area that I might be visiting as well. And also, our naturalist is run by the California Academy of Sciences and the Natural History Museum of Los Angeles County. So all that information and observations that people upload and you guys upload to iNaturalist gets collected as data in the database for scientific research. All right, now that you guys have got a bit of a background of iNaturalist, the City Nature Challenge is an annual four-day bioblitz where cities around the world are in a competition to see which city can get the most observations of nature, who can find the most species, and who can get the most people to take part in the event. So if you guys are listening to this and you do manage to get a few shots over the weekend, remember that I'm the one who got you into this. <laughs> and if there is a prize at the end, that you're going to vote for me. Anyways, the challenge will be running from Friday the 30th of May to Monday the 3rd of April, which gives us four days to look for organisms that we can find around our city. And you'll probably find that if your city is taking part in the Sydney Nature Challenge, that there will be groups of people like clubs going out to look for organisms as a group to try find as many as possible by covering a variety of different habitats um, to get as many species in the area and get a big variety. So our naturalist has given us four more days extra till the 7th of May to upload our photos to the, the website or the app because you do get some people who are machine gun photographers and take thousands of photographs a day. I have, I have had that experience before. Sometimes birding can get a bit out of hand. But if you can't go out that much and you still like to take part, then what you can do is take photos of anything in your garden or wherever you go in town because it is the city nature challenge after all. Um, I know some people who are going to be going to the mountains and stuff, but that's because they're really motivated and they have the opportunity. What happened last year on the city nature challenge is that lockdown decided to pitch in and people couldn't go out. So they just took photos of anything they could find at home in their gardens. And so, yeah, I try to make the most of it. And during lockdown, I'd get up every morning at sunrise, jump on the roof and try to photograph as many plants and animals as I could. Got some birds flying over, took some pictures of trees like five kilometers away to try to identify what it was. Thankfully, it was an easy pine tree. My tree identifying skills aren't that great just yet. But all in all, people started seeing some flippin' cool stuff during lockdown. I mean, caracals pitched up in Cape Town, a garden route, and sharks started swimming out of water. No, I'm just kidding. But this year we have the opportunity to actually go out and suss out the areas around our city and our country to see what observations we can get of nature. And I think we have a much better chance than we did last year um, where most of us were sitting at home not being able to go out and enjoy nature and go on hikes and stuff. So just to give all you non-South Africans a heads up, Last year, South Africa came first with the city of Cape Town getting 34,000 observations and the garden routes in second place in the country getting 17,600 observations. If you've got any plans to go birding somewhere this weekend and you manage to snap a few shots along the way, it'll be super cool if you can upload your photos to our naturalist and take part in this competition and just maybe your city will win this year. But until next time, happy birding. 
Thanks for listening and remember you can check out The Birding Life on all your social media platforms and your preferred podcast plays. Until next time, happy birding. Thank you.